Everybody's struggling. Struggling with something. Think about how that impacts how you show up for other people. You know, I want to talk about doing better, being better, and caring more through the lens of being more human right now. It's a way to think about how to navigate your own life, but also how to be more helpful to the people around you. Being human now. People are struggling, we know that. People are having a real hard time trying to make decisions about what to do in their personal life and how to optimize their time uh, with everything that's going on in their personal life. And some of those same people are struggling with that same type of energy in their professional lives. And let's be honest, some people are doing okay and okay isn't great. So let's be clear. Some people are doing okay. They're, they found some way, some technique to at least have a version of balance that helps them make it through a day or even through an hour. I get it. People are struggling. What I need you to sort of think of is if you could center on how to be helpful, and here's what I mean by being helpful in the context of human now, is you have to be helpful to yourself first, like take care of yourself. You know, there's plenty of, of studies out there that suggest we put ourselves last. And I'm going to tell you, put yourself first. Put yourself first. Take care of yourself. Because part of what we need to be able to do if we're truly going to be human now and do better, be better, care more for others, is it starts from the inside with you. So take a moment. Pause for a second. Reflect. How much energy are you spending on yourself trying to make yourself whole? versus spending the majority of your energy, or at least an unbalanced portion of your energy, trying to either please or resolve something for someone else. Start with you. Start on the inside. You can't be human now for others if you're not human now for yourself. So take care of yourself. Move away from that and move toward whatever techniques whatever things you have in place, whatever rituals you've created so that you can experience a version of being whole, there's something else I need you to sort of think about and understand. You do realize there is a direct correlation to how we feel about ourselves when we are helpful to other people. Think about that. When you help other people, it helps you. And so sometimes we can't get through what we're getting through. It's hard for us to make the right kind of decisions because we're focused on the container through the situation that we are seeing life at that moment. I ask people to raise their head up and start to look outside of your own container, your own lived experience, just for a couple of seconds and look at somebody else and go, wow, they are struggling. So for a few minutes, how about I pay attention to them because what it really does for us, that momentary pause of you reflecting on all your own stuff, when you're helping somebody else, it gives you a chance to reset and recover in your own narrative. So you help somebody else. Think about another human that may be going through something not like what you're going through. Just another human. You don't even have to know them that well, but pay attention to them and think about how you can be helpful to them. The benefits of that is you will experience a level of serotonin that gets released because you feel better.
because you've helped somebody. So if you think about that, and then take the context of what I'm trying to get people to hear today, is being human now has many different layers. One part of being human now is to take care of yourself, focus from the inside out. The other one is to be very intentional about picking someone in your life. Remember, you don't have to know them well. Pick someone in your life that you can potentially be more helpful to, and then go do it. Now, let's take it to the next level. So human now has a lot to do with how people are experiencing what I'm going to call suffering. Just suffering, undergoing you know, some kind of pain. I don't care if it's an illness or a hardship, doesn't matter. But what they wind up doing is they wind up blaming themselves. And what we're trying to do right now is help people understand, don't blame yourself for the conditions that are around you that you did not create. A lot of people spend time trying to fix themselves. I push really hard. It's not about you fixing yourself. It's about someone else or you being a part of fixing a system that has things in place that intentionally or unintentionally cause suffering for some people. So I want to help people in this human now context experience a different way to see their days and experience lives. And notice that lives plural, not just yours, somebody else's, not just yours, somebody else's. Because I think a lot of people are accepting suffering as a normative state. And we can change the frame on that because we own whether or not we're suffering. We own whether or not we're suffering. And when we do suffer, you know what we do? We sometimes fall into this trap of self-sabotaging our current experience. We do things to make it worse. We do things to make it worse. Or we, we validate why things are so bad. And we validate and confirm that who you're blaming, that is the reason. All I'm trying to get us to do is understand that the human that you are doesn't have to suffer. Because sometimes suffering is a choice. So stop suffering, stop struggling, and try to move into a different frame and focus on the humanity that's happening right now and how you can make those conditions better. And those conditions better look a lot of different ways. I was having a conversation with, you know, actually a really dear friend of mine. And, you know, she was going through something. And one of the things that came up in the conversation is she said, I'm not who I used to be. I'm not who I used to be. Now think about that. None of us are, nor should we be, who we used to be. We're supposed to be in this evolutionary path where we're always changing, adapting, adjusting, pivoting, evolving. We're supposed to be growing and maturing. So we, we got a little deeper into the, you know, who she used to be. And, and you know, th- she shared a lot of things about things that she dealt with and got over. And some of the things where she recognized she had made some poor decisions in her context. It's like, that was just a poor decision. I probably shouldn't have done that. But I'm not that person anymore. I'm not that person anymore. I make different decisions now. I know how to problem solve in a different way about the things that confine me or define me. Wow. Wow. So the maturity, the evolution of this person at that moment was she realized I'm not who I used to be. I am a different person right now. And therefore, I don't accept some of the same things that confine or define me. 
So there's this notion of the human now versus the human then. Then is past tense. The human then. And we make a lot of decisions based on, you know, regression analysis. Like we look in our past and we try to make some sort of forecast or indication on what the future should be. There's nothing wrong with that. What I'm trying to get us to do is that the past isn't the only data point. Like there's a data point right now, like the human now, that we should also look at and not forecast gloom and doom, not forecast negativity based on our past. Let's look into ourselves and let's look into the environment that we're in and let's look at the people around us and look at them in the current state, not who they used to be. Who are they becoming and how does now help propel them toward who they are becoming? What are the behaviors needed to be helpful to the humans that you are closest to? We have no idea what's going to happen. We like to think we do. We love to think we're great forecasters of what's going to happen tomorrow and what's going to happen you know, in three months. We love it. We even make plans at the end of the year for how the whole next year is going to go, only to find that none of those things, very few of them, ever come to fruition. While it's a great exercise for us to do, I think a better exercise is to focus on now. Focus on right now. The condition right now, and let's get from now to next. Now to next, now to next, now to next. I really don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but I do plan on being here. And while I can't guarantee that I will, if I'm focused on being the best I can be for myself and others now, when tomorrow gets here, I will have done a better job. We spend a lot of time planning for next week, next month, next year, the next five years, the next 20 years. I'm not saying don't do that. I'm saying also, in addition to that, especially when people barely have clarity on how to make it from now to next, then be there for people in the moment, in their now. Because tomorrow, if you're planning on being here, then make part of that plan being helpful. I don't know what's going to happen. I look at my life. I look at the people in my lives. I look at some of the uh, stories and narratives that are just spread across any form of media. And it's a constant reminder that I am not in control of what happens next. I am in control of my actions, thoughts, and behaviors today. I'm in control right this second. So I am choosing, I am choosing humanity. And I'm asking you to do the same thing. Choose humanity. Choose being a better human now. Sometimes we do a poor job of being helpful because we try to tell people what to do as if their lived experiences are the same as ours. I, stop, stop, stop. Don't tell people how to approach things. Ask them what they want and help guide them toward picking an approach that works for them. We got to show up for people. Show up for people in service of them, their lived experience, who they are right now, the human now. And don't focus solely on the solution is coming through my lived experiences or this is how I would have done it. Because for some people, when we are in the telling modality, they feel judged. And that's not why they came to you. 
That's not why they're in your space right now. They don't want to be judged. They want to be supported. So human now has a very strong tie to support. Are you going to support people right now? Not support them in the future and tell them, I'm here for you if you need me. That is future focused. I'm here for you today. What do you need is a human now context. There are plenty of surveys that show us that when you ask the question, are people fundamentally good? The answer is usually yes. We believe that people fundamentally are good. Yet we spend all of our time and most of our attention focusing on how people are fundamentally bad. Wow. We spend a lot of time focusing on what people potentially do wrong, the mistakes they make how they're they're not making it through this moment called now. But people are fundamentally good. And if they're fundamentally good, then if you can be there for them, you can pull that goodness into focus. Because what clouds our vision at this particular moment in time for a lot of people is all the negativity and divisiveness that society portrays for us. Really? It's through that human connection that we draw focus and we draw attention to what's good. So be a better human. Help a person see what they already believe to be true is that people are fundamentally good. We all know that the human connection has been impacted by any number of things going on in the world. So we've got uh, you know, the health pandemic. We have the, the racial awakening you know, we have the, the great resignation, uh, quiet quitting, quiet firing. We've got economic um, depression looming over us right now. Nobody knows actually what's going to happen. But through all of those different scenarios, human connection is the one that impacts how we survive. So the human connection is how we survive. We can't outthink what's going to happen but we can make a connection with another human and we can be present for other humans so that we can work through things together. Remember that almost everything that has happened to anybody, the way they came out better on the other side was because they were connected to somebody else that was being helpful. Doesn't even matter what the reason was. We didn't get where we are by ourselves and we won't get where we're going alone either. So pick a story, find a person in your life that's been really helpful to you. Like, what do they actually do? What do they actually do? You know, think of a behavior. Think of a behavior. You know, you know, for me, I had a mentor one time. They were trying to get me to understand that when I, when I am delivering messages to people, I should use my own stories. And at that moment, it's like, I don't like my own stories. Like, I don't want to use my stories. I would much rather use, you know, frames and models and other people's stories. And he was saying, you don't understand. People relate to you and your story. So you have to start being able to do that. That person really helped me. It was very helpful at that moment. Remember, listen to how I'm saying this. At that moment, that human now moment, as I progressed over the next you know, three months, six months, and continue to do the type of work I do, I started a little bit at a time 
introducing some of the layers of my story. And they were right. My mentor was spot on. People were connecting to me. So the things I talk about, about the human connection, they were connecting through my story. Did I still give frames? Did I still give, you know, techniques and tips and constructs for people to think about? Sure. But I used part of my story, my humanity, to make it make sense. So I want you to think about, remember, hope you picked a person that's been helpful to you and try to answer the question, what did they do? What I hope you notice is that they spent time with you. And it was consistent over the arc of whatever your situation was. They spent time with you from the middle of when you were going through it, which is probably when most people revealed they were going through something because it wasn't at the beginning. Most people don't go to people when they're about to go through something. They go to people when they're going through something and don't know how to get through it. Then they go to somebody. That's a whole nother podcast. Anyway, I want you to think about... so. That person entered into your space when you were, you know, some version along what you were going through, and they stuck with you. They helped you. They made some decisions that pushed things toward you. They helped you think. They helped guide you. It maybe always wasn't fun or lighthearted or non-judgmental. Sometimes it was judgmental on purpose to get you to see something you couldn't see for yourself. But they did something. Now, think about what we're talking about. You've got this person. They were there for you. We are understanding that one of the tenets of being human now is to show up for somebody and show up consistently, consistently, intentionally. I need you to think about this. Human now. Don't forget, always start with yourself. But when you pick that person that you want to be helpful for, you're helping them in their moment, wherever they are on their journey, and you're going to stick with them for a period of time. That doesn't mean every day. doesn't mean every hour. It could be across three months and you only talk to them four times. But you're consistent. That's what humans do when they care about somebody. They don't just use what I call fractional attention. They don't just pay attention to them at the moment because it serves them at the moment and it's a great conversation. And they go, oh, I was helpful. No. Humans that make really strong connections, they stay with people. They're a part of their story for a period of time. We know everybody has a season. People come in and out of our lives at different times, at different moments, for different reasons, but it's for a period of time. So I'm asking you, when I think about people who are struggling and who are suffering, if you decide to adopt a mindset of being human first and human now, it's gonna be an investment in someone else for a period of time. It doesn't mean it's a heavy lift. It just means it's an intentional lift. Human now. Huh. Don't be fractional. Be human intentionally and consistently. So I think about these things and there's any number of stories where people, because no one recognized what they were dealing with, no one were was, you know, actually pay attention to them. They went into the, this, the spiral of isolation and disengagement and sometimes, you know, depression. And if you are really paying attention to the humans around you, you can't miss the signals. You cannot. When you do miss the signals, this is what it feels like. Somebody that's in your friend circle or family circle or work circle, you, they announce that they've been going through something 
and they're either seeking help or they're about to leave or they, they've checked out and, be, and you're surprised. You, human, shouldn't have been surprised. If they've been in your space, if they are in your space, you know them, you spend time with them, you understand even a third of their story, that means you didn't pay attention in the right context. You paid attention for what connects with you. You didn't pay attention for what matters to them. So I want you to start to pay attention to the people around you. Pay attention in a different way. That's the mindset of a human that is evolving. Because in our early years, we focus on ourselves and where we're going. In our later years, more people start to focus away from where we're going to who we can help. Because we want to make moments matter before we leave. That evolution of a human, we're asking to adopt that a whole lot sooner in your life. So no matter where you are, you know, generationally where you are, no matter where you are chronologically in age, if we all could just take a little bit of a step, a little bit of a pause, a little bit of deliberate intentionality to do better, be better, care more, then you can do that now. You can be a better human now. No matter what you're going through, be a better human. I'm not frustrated by it, but I get sometimes I get... I get triggered when people say, you know, be a leader, be a leader. Everybody can be a leader. You know, I, while I, I certainly understand the framing of people saying everybody's a leader and everybody can be a leader, the thing that is troubling for most people in society is that when they say leader, they attach it to positional authority. So I have a title and people say, you should be leading. You have a title, you have a role, and there's an expectation because you're a leader. I want you to explore in your life right now, whether you have the title, positional authority or not, who's following you? Because if somebody's following you, what you say, what you do, how you behave, if somebody's following you, mimicking you, emulating you, honoring you, if somebody's following you, you're leading. Listen, we all are leading someone somewhere every single day. We're all leading someone somewhere every single day. I'll say it again. We're all leading someone somewhere every single day. The words we use, the behaviors we show, the experiences we create, the stories we tell. When people see them, hear them, and try to do them, you just led them someplace. And you got to answer the question, what and how am I leading right now? And I want you to lead through that lens of service. I want you to lead through that lens of human first. I want you to lead because someone else needs you to lead them. That's why people come to other people for help. So are you a leader? Yeah. If you don't think you are, look at who you're influencing right now in your life. Look at people that use your words. They even sound like you sometimes. Some people say one of the greatest ways to show admiration or respect for somebody is to imitate them. Okay. I believe people imitate people all the time because they don't have a voice of their own. And who do they go to? They go to the people that they admire in some context, look up to in some context. And all of you, everybody who's listening to this, somebody is looking up to you. You just don't see them looking. Think about it. Somebody's looking up to you. So when you're having that bad day, you realize that same person's still looking at you. And how you show up on your worst days teaches someone else how to show up just like you. Pay attention. Audit your own behaviors. How you show up matters. How you show up matters. How you handle this thing called life 
matters. So being a leader in the spaces in which you exist, being a leader in the spaces in which you exist, being a leader in the spaces in which you exist matters. Whether that's work, community, family, friends, show up for people. Human now, show up for people and do something that a lot of people forget to do. They're well intended to do this, but they forget. When you show up for people, I actually want you to follow up with them. That's where that consistency comes from. And even more important, beyond following up, follow through. Follow through. If you say you're going to do something, follow through. Don't just follow up. Don't have a conversation with somebody and, and then check in with them, you know, in two weeks. And that, that's follow up. Following through is when you had that conversation with that person. And when you did check in with them in a couple of weeks, there was a, a hidden ask in there or maybe even a direct request. Did you honor it? Did you follow through? Hear this again. The reason you are able to exist in the space you exist right now is because somebody took the time to move beyond just following up. They cared enough to follow through. Human now. Human now. I know life is complicated, but there's something you can do right now to be helpful to the humans around you. Show up follow up and follow through we can all do better we can all be better and we certainly can all care more